the wheels in Albany are turning. Governor Hochul released her budget plan details last week, and so now everyone, lawmakers, lobbyists, interest groups, they're all pressing to get their way on what's in and out when the legislature finally passes a final budget in April. Hochul left Albany to press her plans. She was in Lake Placid yesterday. And a profile of what the budget means for the Adirondacks started to emerge. That's today's story of the day. Support for Story of the Day comes from Long Run Wealth, an SEC-registered investment advisor in Lake Placid, providing comprehensive wealth management, retirement, and financial planning solutions. LongRunWealth.com. And from SciTech Business Solutions, training and consulting services to help businesses grow. More information at CITEC.org. Hey, I'm David Summerstein. It's Wednesday, January 24th. First up. New York State is under intense pressure to get more electricity from renewable sources. That means it's looking for land all over the state for solar projects. And a lot of that land right now is farmland. Some people in North Country agriculture are concerned that developers could take big bites out of the region's highest quality farmland. Catherine Wheeler reports officials in St. Lawrence County are encouraging developers to use a new online tool to think about where projects could go. St. Lawrence County's land is what makes the region attractive to solar developers. It's cheap and often cleared of trees for farming. Plus, there's capacity to connect with substations. But the county wants to make sure that developers and local governments are thinking about how to best use the land. Samuel Joseph works in the planning office. I think a lot of times the conversation becomes that it's an either-or question of, like, we either need solar development to combat climate change Or on the other side, it's like we need to preserve our farmland for future generations. And this tool is trying to say that it's not an either-or kind of situation. Joseph says what matters is keeping the best farmland available for agriculture and just being more strategic about where solar can be developed. That's why the county's planning office created the Solar Development Mapping Tool. It uses data from different government agencies to plot out each parcel of land in the county. And when they put it together, the planners layered in the places where solar development wouldn't be allowed, like protected forests and wetlands. We then took out the prime uh, soils of the county, so that the best farmland, and then basically I just kept erasing all those things. And what was left that's within five miles of a substation was designated as these areas that we're calling suitable for solar development. Joseph says the map identifies at least 17,000 acres across the county that are preferred for solar. No one is required to use the tool as part of an application for solar development. Joseph says it's mostly for developers to look at when they're thinking of proposing a project and for town and village planning boards when applications come in. He says it could save time during the approval process. If they go through and identify these parcels that are are good for development before it even gets to that, that stage, they can save themselves a lot of time and money and then potential being denied by the planning board. At a recent meeting, county legislators said they want to get this tool out there so the developers know what's preferred. And while they can't tell landowners how to use their property, they also discussed if there are ways to incentivize these companies to not develop on prime farmland. Catherine Wheeler, North Country Public Radio. The governors of New York, Massachusetts, New Jersey, and six other states are asking the White House and Congress for more than a billion dollars to help their states deal with the influx of migrants arriving from the southern border. The letter, led by Governor Kathy Hochul, also seeks a, quote, comprehensive border security legislative package, along with the request. 
The state leaders say the national immigration system is outdated and unprepared to respond to unprecedented global migration. They say cities and states can't indefinitely respond to the strain without congressional action. The governors of Arizona, California, Colorado, Illinois, Maryland, and New Mexico also signed the letter. Majority House Republicans are hoping to tie a hard-line immigration bill to funding for Ukraine sought by the Biden administration. Three North Country communities will get millions of dollars from the state this year. That was one of the announcements made by Governor Kathy Hochul during her visit to the Adirondacks yesterday. Hochul also laid out details of her proposed state budget. Our Adirondack reporter Emily Russell was there. Dozens of people packed into the Olympic sports complex at Mount Van Hovenberg in Lake Placid on Tuesday. One woman in the crowd still had her ski boots on. Ashley Walden, who's the new head of the Olympic Regional Development Authority, stepped on stage to get the event started. We are thrilled to host you on this exciting day, and it is my incredible honor to introduce your governor of the great state of New York, Kathy Hochul. Folks got up out of their seats and gave the governor a standing ovation. Good morning. It's great to be back in winter wonderland. Love coming here all year round, but this is a spectacular time and a Hochul was in Lake Placid to promote her budget. She's proposing that the state spend $233 billion next year. The details of that budget will get debated and reworked by state lawmakers in the coming months. One item that will most likely make it in is funding for the Olympic Regional Development Authority. The state has pumped more than $550 million into order facilities in recent years. That's paid for some major renovations at the ski jumps and hockey rinks, as well as new construction, like the building hosting this event. Hochul wants to send another $82 million to Orta next year to keep these facilities up to date. They will deteriorate. If you don't put money in, they won't be worth going to. We will not be able to attract world-class events and sporting events and attract people from all over. We have to make those investments. And so this Olympic facility hosted a major national ski race just last weekend. The nearby Olympic ski jumps are hosting a World Cup in early February, and there will be a bobsled World Cup event here in March. Another budget item that will likely be a shoe-in is for the state's downtown revitalization initiative. For years, New York has awarded $10 million grants to communities across the state. On Tuesday, Hochul revealed this region's latest winner. So today, we're very, very, very proud to announce the winners for the North Country competition, our seventh round, and I have it again in my budget for next year, that Lowville will receive the $10 million DRI funding to transform the sanitation. Hochul also announced that the communities of Alexandria Bay and Canton will each get $4.5 million to invest in their downtowns. That's funding from the New York Forward program. Another big item in Hochul's proposed budget is for housing. She wants to make $650 million available to communities committed to building new housing. Hochul highlighted a few of those places in the North Country that would qualify for that funding. North Elba, the village of Lowville. Town of Plattsburgh, Town of Canton, Village of Canton, Chesterfields, Newcomb, North Hudson, and Willsboro. Those are the leaders. Those are the ones who say, we get it. 
Hochul's ambitious plan to build more affordable housing across New York failed to make it into last year's budget. Rocky Aguirre, the executive director of the Adirondack Council, applauded the governor's continued push. Governor's always been pro-housing. It's an essential need. We, even the environmental advocates see that as an essential need. Finding the right balance is going to be the critical piece. Specifically, Aguirre said, the balance between conserving the environment and building affordable workforce housing. There are a few key things that Hochul didn't include in her proposed budget that Aguirre wants to see put back in. Those include funding to continue to survey the climate and lake ecosystems in the Adirondacks, as well as money for the Timbuktu Summer Climate and Careers Institute. That program has brought students of color up from New York City to get training and education in the Adirondacks. Aguirre sees the program playing a critical role in the park's future. You can't announce, you know, investments in climate and not see that as a program that invests in the young people who are essentially going to be the future of climate and climate um, resiliency work up here. Another budget item Aguirre and other Adirondack leaders want to see restored is for the Adirondack Diversity Initiative. Hochul's budget proposed a 30 percent funding cut for the ADI. Lawmakers have until April 1st to iron out and pass a state budget for next year. Emily Russell, North Country Public Radio, Lake Placid. We have more news all the time on our website, ncpr.org. Music today by I Am Snow Angel of Lake Placid and Evan Veenstra of Gananoque, Ontario. I'm David Summerstein, North Country Public Radio.